All right, guys, welcome to today's show, and on the show with me today is my amazing wife, Samantha Matthews, and we did something that we've never done before, which was record live. Um, we did a TikTok live video as we were recording, and we took listener questions towards the end of it, and we really enjoyed it, and so I think that's something we might implement moving forward, maybe do it like every other week or once a month or something like that, but the interaction was just kind of unique and cool, and I think it's something we're going to continue. And so I hope you guys enjoy this episode as we recap Sam's first ever whitetail hunt. Uh, it was a lot of fun getting out there with her, and I definitely look forward to making more memories, hunting, fishing, uh, just in the outdoors in general together. Um, but here in Missouri, a quick update, we're getting really close to turkey season. And so I'm excited about that. I'm going to be getting a new shotgun in preparation for turkey season as well as the stripers and walleye are running the rivers right now. Disclaimer, I've never actually fished for striper, and so I really want to get out and do it. I've got a couple friends that have been hitting a certain point in the river, and they've been getting their limits of both striper and walleye each time they've gone out. And so hopefully I can get out there and do that soon and get a podcast released to you about that and that experience. So um, before I keep rambling... I'm going to kick it over to the podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this one. Like, he was doing things that were just badass. That was one of the coolest moments of my life. I was really scared, but knowing that Dan had the gun, I did have the rifle, like, we would be okay. All right, guys, we are recording our first ever live podcast, and so we've got people... Um, that live on TikTok. Live on TikTok. Yeah. But we're recording. It's me and my wife, Samantha, and we are going to be um, recapping her deer hunt from last year. So she drew or she bought her first whitetail tag mm-hmm. last year, and we got out. And that was kind of my number one priority was getting her a deer. And so we went out in the stand. And it was the first year where the kids were kind of old enough where I felt comfortable doing it too. Yeah. You know. So yeah, we just left them home unattended. <laughs> um, I'm just kidding. No, we, uh, we had someone watch them my while mom, we were out hunting. Grandma. And so we went out opening day and, uh, yeah, this is going to be the story of that. So towards the end, we're going to do a Q and a session. So if you have any questions, if you're joining us live, um, then we'll go over those, Yeah. but let's jump into it. Okay. So I guess you've been out deer hunting with me a couple times now. Yeah. Like once or twice and I got pretty bored. You did, yeah. <laughs> um, and then the only other kind of experience is with your mom when I was in the stand with her. Which that wasn't boring because it lasted <laughs> it was like, like a minute. An hour and a half total from start to finish. Yeah, to back home. Yeah. Drinking hot chocolate. Yeah, and warm, deer gutted, hanging, everything. Yeah. So um, you had come out with me in the stand on that same chunk of property that we did, uh, that we hunted uh-huh. this time. Yeah. And we just didn't have any luck at all. We didn't, didn't see, see anything. anything yeah. That was before we had really put the work into the property and started putting up cameras and checking everything out. And that so was probably five years ago. Yeah, probably five or six. Yeah, because yeah, it was before Canyon was mm-hmm. born. So we've been out there hunting other things before, and um, she's got to experience it. But this was the first time deer hunting. Yeah. And a lot of friends of mine and a lot of people I know on on like hunting networks they they set a goal of you know i want to shoot 160 inch deer this year or i want to hunt um a five-year-old deer or a three-year-old deer but really this year my goal i had a couple target bucks that i wanted to go after but my goal was to get you a buck yeah that was like number one goal and so well to get you a deer really yeah and i remember asking you i said hey babe okay so you have a deer tag and, you know, you're going to be the one to choose whether or not you shoot. Yeah. And so at that point I was like, what, what are you interested in going after? And what was your response? A buck. Not a buck. A big buck. A big buck. <laughs> I was like, all right, well, let's, uh, let's bring our real, uh, bring our, our goals a little back bit down. down. <laughs> um, because a big buck is not easy to come yeah. by. Well, thankfully we weren't really hurting for meat. And so yeah. it wasn't something that we had to just, you know, fill our freezer with. But the experience of it, but also, I mean, I want my deer mounted. <laughs> I know. You were like, yeah, I don't know if I want all these deer mounts 
in our room, and then you were and like, now if I are. shoot a big buck, it's going up on the wall. Oh, for sure. So, and I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> you can shoot whatever you want, and we'll put it on the wall Deal. and in the freezer. <laughs> so, let's start with the preparation, I guess. I mean, yeah. we started shooting mm-hmm. together. You'd shot multiple times with me in Colorado. Yeah. Like, we went to Indoor the range. range uh-huh. And Sam was a better shot than I was, which, like, I I've, I've shot all my gun. life. I've shot all my life, and we went to the range, and I just walked her through, like, step-by-step step exactly what you need to do, and you followed it to a T, and so she shot one shot at 100 yards. It was an indoor range with a camera, like, right at the 100 yards, and so you could see her impact immediately mm-hmm. as it happened, and was you shot... Was that with and the it, Creedmoor? Was that with the... That was with a Remington 700-223. Okay. And so we started you on that one because there's not a lot of kick, not a lot of noise. Yeah. And so you shot that. What? With when I. Oh yeah. Okay. So (laughs) we we set up this target, and there was about a quarter inch, maybe a half inch um, target on the paper. And I said, "All right, this is the one you're going for." They were all numbered and lettered, and so she could pick out which one she was going after. Mm -hmm. And so she picked the one out, and I said, "Okay, go ahead and shoot." And she's like, well, I want you to shoot first. So I shot first, made sure the gun was on. Mm-hmm. It was on. So then you shot Yeah. right through the bullseye. Yeah. I mean, a perfect shot at 100 yards. And you're like, okay. And so I was like, all right, <laughs> let's go to the smaller target. So we shot that. She shot that a couple different times. And then finally I was like, all right, now we're going to prepare. Because at that point we were preparing for an elk and mule deer and antelope season. Yeah, because I put Coming up because you got those three tags. Yeah. But we ended up moving back here before you could yep. get out and hunt those. And so I said, with Western big game hunting, a big part of it is, like, you don't want to let the animal run off. Like, yeah. you shoot until, until it's down. down, unless you're in, like, an open area and you can see where it goes. But a lot of the terrain we hunt has a lot of trees and topography. And so they could go over a hill, and if there's not a good blood trail, you might not find them. Yeah. So we... We were at the range, and I said, okay, so now you nailed the first shot right there. You nailed your other shots. Now we're going to do three. And I said, you're going to shoot, reload, shoot, reload, and shoot. Yeah. And I said, don't, like, speed through it, but go as quick as you feel comfortable. Yeah. So I did it, and three shots at 100 yards from a bench. I mean, it was like a gun vice, so yeah. it was, like, in there. And, I mean, I hit – mine were probably like that, maybe about an inch, like, as fast as I could – Shot, reload, shot, reload, yeah. shot. And you were like, babe, I can't do that. I can't <laughs> like, do that. There's no way. That was place. perfect. I can't do that. And I was like, you can do it. Just same concept, like easy trigger squeeze. Don't release the trigger. Just let it reset. Don't move the gun. Pull again. Yeah. Don't move the gun. Stay focused and calm. And you were like, and I kid you not, all three of her shots were in an area the size of my pinky nail. Directly on top of each other. Just one right after the next. We're going to find the picture. I have a video and a picture, I believe, of this whole we thing. Have a picture. So I'm going to post that along with uh, this podcast or put a link in there. Yeah. I'll have it on TikTok maybe Instagram. if they don't take it down. Um, <laughs> if not, you'll have to check out the Nomadic Outdoors we'll Instagram page. But you guys will get to see how good of a shot she was. So then after that, we're out here. It had been a year almost since you shot, yeah. maybe longer. Yeah. And so now Jeez. she had her own rifle because we got her a Browning Hell's Canyon Speed. 6.5 Creedmoor. There you <laughs> That's go. That's all I know. 6.5 <laughs> Creedmoor. And she had shot several times, but mm. I was like, we're going to go out and we're going to shoot from 100 yards out to 300 yards. And this was like a few days before or the day before? The week. Okay. Yeah, within the week. Yeah, it wasn't too much. So we went out. And she shot, and she was hitting targets on paper and steel gongs all the way out to 350. I can't remember if it was 250 or 300. It was something like that. Anyways, she was just hitting them one after the next. So at that point, I knew you were ready to go. Yeah. So we get out into the stand opening morning. Yeah. And talk about, well, okay, hold on. We got to backtrack because (laughs) it's never, the hunt doesn't start. When you're in the tree stand, the heart hunt starts when you wake up in the morning. Yes. 
and you got dolled up. Getting all the snacks. Well, hello, if I'm going to shoot a big buck. You were, you were going up. with snacks. You were going to totally bypass the hour of makeup and curling did, your hair. I did curl and... my hair. But because if I shoot a big buck, like, I don't want to look back at pictures and be like, dang, I was looking ratchet. <laughs> like, I want to at least look good. And so, yes, I did put on a little makeup and curl my hair. Yeah, so she gets ready. But I did gather all the snacks. We got all of our cold weather stuff Mm because it was supposed to be cold. Yeah. And then we got out there and it was raining right away. Yeah. Was it sprinkling? It was was sprinkling when we met up. So we meet up at a spot. It's actually at our old house and we call it the smoke house. And it's this little shed behind our house, maybe 200 square feet, if that. Yeah. And we put cedar up in there. We put deer mounts and all kinds of cool stuff in there. And it's just kind of a guy's hangout that we get together. It felt weird being like... The only girl. But yeah, also, you were the only I was one. Excited. But there were, and I know them. Like there were what friends. four guys there, and then you. Yeah. And so, uh, we all hung out there that morning, got ready, um, made a game plan, talked about where everyone was sitting, and then we start to leave, and it's like raining out. Yeah. And some of the guys were like, "Is this still happening?" We're like, "Yeah, yes, it's still it's happening. Still it's opening day." So we went out to the stand, got we're up. We're actually the stand. opening. I don't think, I think that was the second day. I think the first day it wasn't raining because we walked down the middle of the street and we're good. Maybe it was sprinkling. You only hunted one day. Oh. (laughs) Okay, it was raining later in the day at night. Okay. But when we walked out there, it wasn't. (laughs) So we get out to the stand and I hung this set and it's two hang-on stands, but in the same tree so that I could, you know, kind of help like guide, mentor and do all that. And so... We start to climb up the stand, and that's when the first issue happened. Okay, I'm not afraid of heights. Like, I can do roller coasters, I can do, like, buildings, bridges, whatever. I'm not. On the stupid tree stand, I about lost it. <laughs> what was I, like, so, two, like halfway up, and I'm like, the, I'm not doing well. <laughs> so I had tree in, or screw-in tree like pegs. pegs. They weren't, like, the ratchet-on um, ladder. And so she was climbing up, and the way that the tree twisted, I actually had to, like, kind of wrap it around, and then there was a second, like, trunk that came off, Mm -hmm. and so then I put some on that, and you were going to have to climb up. Yeah, you you wanted me to, like, go around the tree. I'm like, I'm going to fall, so I'm going to climb into yours. I mean, it was, like, handles and foot spots. I don't, my stomach was in my throat the entire time. She was struggling, so she ended up climbing up and over my tree stand, which was higher than hers. And then climbing down to hers um, because I was going to film for her. I don't know if her. I could do that again. Like, I'm even getting sick thinking about well, it right now. there's blinds and there's, like, platform oh, yeah. blinds. We're going to have to go that route next time. So next we'll year. figure that out. But we got we got up in the stand and then we started watching for deer. Yeah. And you take it from here. If you're going to have to remind me. I okay. think so. What, what was it, like 6.30? Like, right at daylight when we saw the twins yeah it was right at daylight but it would have been later because it's the fall but yeah we saw two fawns a mom and two fawns um how far 500 yards 250 oh really to that corner um there was a corner of the property so it was on someone else's property in a little chunk of woods and they just kind of came out of the woods and trotted off but it was nice to at least see something right away yeah obviously not in shooting range and not on the property um but that was exciting and then after about 30 minutes or an hour, um, was that when more came out? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so when she says a mom and two fawns, it was a doe and two yearling deer. Oh, sorry. And so, <laughs> no, it's okay. okay. I mean, they, they likely could have been her offspring. Are but those the ones that you said you've seen on camera? Yeah, they're old enough to where, you know, if the mom was hit by a vehicle or was killed by a hunter or whatever, yeah. they could still survive. So it wasn't like they had spots or whatever. They were they were almost they were a full small. year. Yeah, they were just smaller. You could see the body size difference. And so they came out, and then they kind of left, but then they came, then two others came out. Yeah. And these were both mature deer. And I said, you know, if this is what you want. They were within range. Yeah, you can. And I had them, I had them on my crosshairs in one of them, and... I was like, no, I'll wait. Yeah. Because I wanted to wait. I felt at peace at that time waiting for a buck. Yeah. And you... And trying for one. And that's the thing. I didn't want to pressure her just like any time I take a hunter out. I don't want them to feel like they have to shoot something a certain size. Um, 
you know, a certain rack or age. Yeah. Like if it's their first time, whatever they're comfortable shooting, yeah. I'm fine with it. And I felt okay with passing it, passing yeah. on it. So you said, you know, I don't want to. And I wasn't going to pressure you. I just said, yeah. okay, that's fine. And but then, of course, like 15 minutes later, you have like guilt. It's from funny because, yeah, when they're standing in front <laughs> yeah. of you, it's like, no, I'm no, fine I'm with good. this. But as soon as the opportunity is passed you're and like, you can no dang. longer choose. Yeah, and you're like, but dang, what if I don't get another opportunity? Which is possible. I mean, I hunted here for quite a while before yeah. I even had an opportunity at a deer. So, honestly, looking back, I'm very, I feel very fortunate that we did see as many as we did on opening day within range. Yeah. And we knew there were bucks in the area, and the the rut kind of happens right before, towards the front end of rifle season here. Yeah. And so we knew there was a possibility that a big buck could have stepped out at any second. And you've, you've seen some on your cameras out there. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we had a good amount of them this year, probably yeah. like four or five that we classify as shooters or ones that we want to So that target. gave me the confidence that, okay, if I pass this one, surely... There's either Surely more there's deer something. or a big buck just waiting. But we kind of had to take a break in the day yeah. because we had to go shuffle kids around from one place to another. Go eat. <laughs> and go eat. And then we said we're going to come back out in yeah. the evening. Mm-hmm. What was it? Afternoon? Like three or yeah. four? Yeah. I think we got out there at three, got out to the stand by four. <sighs> Struggle up and the tree again. back up the tree. And she that was, was when it was raining, it. sprinkling. And it was slow. It was slow. It sprinkled for a little bit and then it was totally fine. Yeah, it was good. But we didn't see anything Nothing. for a long time. Hours. And then and I was the... like, this is why I don't like deer hunting. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't do this. But but we looked across the fence line. So yeah. where we were, we were on the edge of a bean field. And on the far side of the bean field was a neighbor's field of corn. And then there's about a one acre lot of trees. And the deer love to go in and out of there all the time. Yeah. And so they actually came out, two of them did, mm-hmm. and we saw them, and it was like, I bet you those were the two from earlier. Yeah. And I asked you again at that point, like, if they do come out and you want to take them, you can. I said no, and then and then the biggest one went back in. I was like, okay, if it peeks its head out again or whatever, if it steps out again and it's in range, then I'll take it. But and then they, it never did. They kind of toyed <laughs> with the fence line for a yeah. while. One of them came across, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it was not in an optimal spot for shooting. It was the farthest of the range that you had shot. And the smaller of the two, It was the smaller of the two. And the other one just kind of stayed on the other side of the fence. And they were both does. So we couldn't shoot. Yeah. And then it was starting to get dark, and I was thinking, okay, it's going to wrap up pretty quickly. And all of a sudden, we look, and... About six. Well, or we were we were watching the clock because yeah. I was like, when you know, when's last shooting? What was it like six oh four, six oh five? It something? was something like I. I was like, we've got ten minutes left. <laughs> yeah, we've got six minutes. And left. by this point, I'm already checked out because I don't know what deer hunting consists of. And you wait until the last minute. You wait until you get out of the. Stand. You don't realize how quick it can change. No, yeah. and so I was like, all right, I'm done. I'm planning what I'm doing for dinner. I'm figuring out what I'm doing the next day. Like I was just checked out. Yeah. But I said, hey, we're going to sit right up until we yeah. have to get down. And I remember looking at the clock, and it was like six minutes left, four minutes left. All of a sudden, I look, and here's a bunch of deer yeah. that came into the field. like Right in front of not us. Not far from us, 120, 130 yeah. yards. And they came across a fence line, and they were right there. And I said, okay, I'm going to look through the binoculars and just see, because it was overcast so it was darker than it normally would have been yeah and I was just watching to see if there was a buck in the group for you and so I scanned and scanned and scanned and there they were all does except one it was a real young buck which you didn't want to shoot no and so I was just watching it and then I look and there was one closer to us and it was the biggest 117 yards that's where you pulled the trigger yes we're getting there. Oh, sorry. That's okay. <laughs> so I look, and the closest deer to us was 117 yards. Yeah. And it was the biggest. Yeah. And you're and like, I you said, literally hey, have listen. a minute. I said, there's two minutes left, <laughs> yeah. so you need to get your crosshairs on this if you want to shoot it. And at that point, you said, yes, I do. 
So I said, all right, get your crosshairs on it. Well, it was walking towards us mm-hmm. at about 120 yards, and it was just slowly feeding, and it had its head down. Well, normally we take a broadside shot, but at 117 yards, I knew she could hit a dime at 100 yards. Yeah. I said, you know, just wait for the deer to oh, pick its head up. Because I looked again and I said, you have one minute. And I said, if the deer picks its head up and you yeah. feel comfortable with the shot, pull the trigger. Yeah. And it was like from the time you said you have one minute, it was like seconds. Where like oh, right probably at like that five moment, or six seconds. The doe lifted her head and it was like, bam, like I was ready. Yep. I was, I was like trying to get my binoculars on it. Yeah. And before I even could, boom. Couldn't even get the you camera. You pulled the trigger. Couldn't get the camera. Had, yeah. It, well, it, it was, was dark. It was dark. Too. Yeah. And so it was like just that last little bit where you could still see, you could still make out what it was. It wasn't yeah. a buck. It was a doe. You could still see the whole yeah. body of it. But like... I can like still picture it in my head. Yeah. So you pull the trigger. Yeah. And then you like turn to me for some type of acknowledgement yeah. or recognition. I was like, I wanted to get that like, you got her, babe. Good job. Awesome. And it was like, <laughs> Dean was like in his binoculars, just like staring her down, watching her. And I'm I w- like, I was in I the get, zone. Like, a pat on my back or anything. <laughs> well, I was in the zone and I wanted to celebrate with you, but yeah. also I know how hunting goes. Yes. And with an animal, like you have to watch where it goes yeah. because it's not guaranteed that it's going to go down or die. Me- you yeah. know, like there's an expression called like dead on your feet and it could be dead, but still running. Like you could shoot through the heart and it could, I've heard of deer elk especially going hundreds of yards yeah. even though you shoot them in the heart and it's just like the pure adrenaline and the reflexes and everything's still taking them and so although I knew you had put a good shot on it I was looking through the binoculars and I just wanted to watch it all the way through to see where it ended up and so it kind of made a big loop and it well didn't w- it um jump right when I shot or did it stumble I can't remember it it kind of it like, didn't so we knew jump. We got it her. like buckled. Yeah. It like you could see it like buckle, and then it turned and, and ran. ran, and it was facing us. It turned and ran, and turned about a hundred and ten degrees to its left, ran towards our right, mm-hmm. and then a like a big loop, and then jumped over the fence. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty sure I just saw it go down because yeah. as soon as it went over the fence, it made it about five yards, and then I lost it. Yeah. And so we were watching, um, or I was like, I'm pretty sure it's down right there, but so we'll get down. So at that point, you did say, good job, babe. And oh, you're yeah. like, but this isn't over now. Now we yeah. have to go. I said, now we've got to go. I, I was like, I'm really sorry that I wasn't like, yes, you did it. Like, I was so happy for you, and I still am. But, but it was the idea of having making sure it was an ethical kill, making yeah. sure we could find it in a timely manner, take care of it, and that, you know, we had the best odds of recovering the deer yeah and so that was kind of a bummer that it wasn't like yes like if it would have dropped right away it would have been totally different (laughs) but we went and we got down to look for the blood trail even though I was pretty certain where it was I wanted her to experience that part of it yeah that was cool like tracking the deer and so we were looking and looking and at this point I mean it's pretty dark because that was the literally the last minute yeah two guys that were hunting out there with us they heard the shot called me said hey you know what happened? I said, Sam shot a doe. Mm-hmm. They're like, sweet, do you need help? And I said, yeah, yes. you know, come Go get the come truck. help us get the truck and we'll load it up once we find it. And so they show up and we start looking around on the ground for blood yeah. and we just couldn't find much. Mm-mm. And I was like, so okay, well, let's walk, fence. let's walk towards the fence. We'll walk the fence line and see if we can pick up blood. Mm-hmm. Well, as we're doing that, all of a sudden, we start getting, like, severe weather alerts. Like, ding, Do you remember? Ding, ding. Yes. Like, tornado warning. And we're like, oh, in, crap. In the county right next to us, they're calling for, or they said there was a tornado yeah. warning. And we could see the lightning and the super dark clouds, yeah. the rain, the thunder. I mean, everything was coming our way. And then we heard, like, a fire truck at some point. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, there was, oh like, God. a fire truck. Um, and so, well, then the sirens started going off oh, yeah. right at the end. So, we get to the fence. We find blood. And so we knew, like, this is right where it jumped the fence. Yeah. So then we hopped the fence and then just followed the blood trail, you know, yeah. 20 yards maybe. And there it was. So at that point, it was like, all right, now there there wasn't a gate into that field. Yeah. And so unless you, like, drive down around the road, 
but we just grabbed it and tossed it over because there were four of us. Yeah. And then, um, well, let's be got, honest, I didn't really do much. <laughs> that's okay. You were still kind of in shock, but I also was, like yeah. we we realized how urgent it was with the with the weather warnings going, yeah. and we didn't want to be processing it in the rain yeah, and the lightning late. out in the middle of a field. Yeah. And so we grabbed it, brought it to the truck, and gutted it, took pictures, threw it in the back, took a couple pictures, and then everybody was like, "I gotta right, go. Peace out. We've gotta Bye. go because we've got a thirty-minute drive yeah. back to everybody had a thirty-minute drive back to their house." Yeah. We said, "You know, we're gonna take it to the processor because well, we're not gonna be able to do yeah, it." Yeah, usually we process. We have been for the past few years processed yeah. on our own. We have a meat grinder and everything, and you know, cut back shafts off. But we're like, okay, weather. Also, you had just shot a couple in archery yeah or for bow season so we're like we're gonna have to process those so let's just take it to the processor so that was yep. yeah a little bit yeah of a like we could have hung it but with all the weather and everything we just didn't want to and it was yeah. fairly warm at that point yeah so we brought it to the processor and on the way to the processor downpour like you couldn't it even was see. i had to go on a 55 mile an hour road i had to go about 10 miles an hour yeah. and i still couldn't see the white lines on the road yeah and that was getting crazy. But let's backtrack a little bit to that moment, okay? Mm-hmm. So you pull the trigger, yeah. and leading up to the trigger pull, what <clears throat> were you feeling? Like, once you realized, I do want to shoot this deer. I remember, like, calming my breath, because you want to, like, calm your rhythm and not get too excited. But it's almost like everything stood still, because I'm trying to process what you're saying. Like, okay, you have two minutes. Okay, you have three minutes. Okay, when she's facing you or sorry three minutes two minutes whenever she's facing you she's down lift your you know so I'm like trying to stay steady and just processing it all but um it all happened so quickly and I think again I'm just surprised how in like a minute things can change from no deer to 10 deer oh it goes zero to 100 really quick and how like like you said it doesn't end until that that time of of um what is it 30 minutes past sunset Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It doesn't end until that minute. And but then it's like you go from shooting it legally to poaching it or shooting it illegally. Yeah. And so anyways, so yeah, it's like, like I said, I was kind of mentally checked out, but then realizing that it's, it's still going. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, I was watching my phone. Yeah. And And I I think I was, I was really excited. I wanted that like confirmation from you of excitement, but didn't get it. But also then me, so I turned to him and looked for that. And then I looked back to the field and I'm trying to look for the doe and I'm like, she's gone cause she took off. And so I couldn't see it. And then at this point I'm like, all right, well I just have to trust you that you know what you're doing and that, you know, we find it. Oh, um, yeah. but then also have to climb down the tree. <laughs> yep. So then the climb down the tree happened yeah. and once we were on the ground, then it was kind of like more yeah. at ease, like, let's just find it yeah. now. So Yeah. That was the first deer hunt. My first ever and, whitetail. And at that point, it was like, okay, well, you still have a buck tag. Yeah. But you were like, I'm good. I felt good. And also, like, for the amount of time that I was in the stand, I felt like, yeah, I don't know. I wanted you to have your time because I know that you enjoy the time with the guys and that's kind of like your alone time. And also as a mom, you know, my first party is the kids. Well, you know, our marriage and the kids. And so... I wanted to make sure I was fulfilling my role there. Like, I felt like I accomplished what I set out to do. No, yeah. I didn't get a buck, but I felt, you know, really happy with Well, it's good to break the ice on just something and yeah. not put too much pressure on yourself because then it continues to be enjoyable. Yeah. You know, once you put so much pressure on the outcome instead of the journey, you yeah. start to lose the excitement of it. Yeah. You know, if you can enjoy it all the way through regardless of what happens, that's the healthiest thing in my mind. And so... Um, yes, we are recording a podcast. I haven't been reading comments, but I just looked at I've been at that. seeing a few. So we're on a podcast. We will be taking questions here in just a little bit. So come check or stay tuned. I'll remember and, a few of these. Um, but yeah, I think enjoying the whole process of it, not just that point. You did go out one more time here, right? We went out just for like an early morning deal. I don't think I did here. You no, you and Chris. That was that Chris out here? Oh, I did bring yeah. Chris out. Yeah. I and even to go back a little bit, even if I didn't shoot a doe, I like anytime I've ever been hunting with you, I have like really enjoyed and cherished that time with you because I know that's your time or whatever. But it's something that 
you have always wanted me to do and to get into. And so I would have been very happy and like content with that. But of course I was happy to get something. Um, but also it's not my number one passion. Um, but it was still really fun. Well, and I think whitetail is, is something that people can get into later in life. They call them, what is it? Adult, adult onset hunters. Wait. Um, Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Um, but for you, you're such a, a fast-paced person, and you yeah. like to, like, go, go, go. I don't like the chase. I like... You don't like the weight. Oh, yeah. You like the chase. I like the chase, yeah. And so I think you would like Western big game hunting, like, going after elk, like, spotting oh, yeah. them from a mile away, trying to get closer to them, like, yeah, goal I would, in mind. Sure. Whereas I remember multiple times in the stand, you were like... So you looked at me one time. <laughs> I, I remember this specifically because I was like... Watching, and I was looking through the binoculars, like watching the field edge and the woods and just seeing if there's anything moving that we couldn't see with our naked eye. And I remember I could like kind of tell you were looking at me from down to my left (laughs) and I looked down and you go, so when you come out here, this is literally all you do. I was literally like, you just sit here. Like that's all you just sit. I'm like, what do you do? Well, boys, it's easy to pee. I'm like, you pee, you eat, you think, you look. What do you do? And he's like, well, yeah, some people sit on their phone, but then they, you know, miss Yeah, you could you miss, miss an deer. opportunity, like, and you just, might not even know it. Yeah, he's like, I just sit here and um, process things, think about things. Yeah. Know? And so... And he's like... I'm like... I mean, it is a much more and slow as a female, pace. And I don't know if it's just me personally, or a female, or a mom, but I'm like, do you know how much I could have gotten done in these hours? <laughs> I'm like, laundry, cleaning, which is no fun, but it's like... Shopping. You just feel like you're not accomplishing. <laughs> I don't. I yeah, exactly. But I understand now. It's part of the process. Like, if it was that easy, probably not as many people would go. But you know, there'd be no deer because everyone would get one. And so I understand it's part of the process. I can't imagine what you'd be like in a stand by yourself for that long. Well, first of all, I would not go at opening because I would be real scared to like walk out that early. I'd probably. Walk well, out I'd and still jump walk deer. you to your stand. Oh yeah, that's true. I a couple of times I like would hear a stick crack and I'm like, oh my gosh, is that a bear? Is that a like is something <laughs> a behind us? I don't know. Or like a person. Like, what if just like a weirdo is just roaming the just some random yeah, guy just wanted to come kidnap <laughs> me from my stand. <laughs> like, that is so funny. So see, like if as, you were within like where I could see you, you know where Drew's stand was in the corner, yeah. right? We could see him, and I could be like, okay, he's good that way. If like. He sees me in my orange sees, and I disappear. If he then... sees a stranger climb up the tree, <laughs> unhook my harness, and abduct me out of the tree. Right. Yeah. So, I could maybe. But I liked you there. It was, like, nice to be able to whisper there, Yeah, to there's you something and... about, like, being with somebody. I do enjoy hunting with other people. And I started out hunting, like, the podcast I just released yeah. um, with my oh, dad. Yeah. I would sit on a... At that point, we didn't really hunt tree stands. If we did, it was, like, an old ladder stand that had been up there for who knows how long. you just pray that it doesn't Yeah, exactly, for real. And then one year, like, we came, and it was just not in the tree anymore. Oh, my gosh. Um, But we would just sit on a dead tree or on stumps or on buckets. Like, we'd bring five-gallon buckets, and that's what we sat on a hill in the woods and just watched. Yeah. And so, like, I enjoy being with somebody because then you can be like, man, I really Yeah, or if, like, you miss something, then they'll see it, or if they see something, you know, like... Yeah. Well, and even with my Uncle Mark and Sam and Aaron, yeah. like, it, it was funny because we probably looked like a bunch of possums, like, <laughs> passed out on a log because we would all literally sit on the same log before really? I could hunt, before Sam could hunt, but Aaron could. We Sam and I weren't old enough, but yeah. Aaron and Mark would both have rifles, and then Sam and I would sit there, and we'd just all be watching, all four of us just <laughs> on a dead tree, just looking around. And then as who soon as take, we saw something, who gets to take the first shot? Whoever well, it was first? it was or Aaron would get the first oh, okay. shot, and then Mark would help out if he needed to. Oh, okay. But yeah, I remember just sitting there, and it was like the greatest thing ever. But then it was almost a rite of passage as a kid when you could go and hunt on your own. Yeah. And so. Well, maybe I will <clears throat> enter my rite of passage next November. <laughs> we'll see. That'd be a lot of fun. Well, yeah. let's. Uh, Let's talk real quick about this coming year. Okay. Is there anything new that you want to try hunting? I would like to do bow hunting, learn 
bowhunting? How do you say that? Go. Um, I, back in Colorado when we lived there, I was in a girls, like, archery group. Like, Wednesday nights, weekly archery. I shot recurve. um, And just would rent the bow from the place. But I enjoyed it. It was fun. And it was, like, again, getting into what you enjoy doing. And, um, which, that's recurve. But... I feel like I would like that. You would like recurve. I mean, you'd like shooting a compound yeah. bow, I think. Yeah. And the progression, it's funny because you think you get more advanced, more advanced, more advanced. Yeah. But in the hunting world, it almost goes opposite. Like people will recurve start. Recurve too. <laughs> well, people will start with like a rifle. Yeah. And then they'll be like, hey, I want to get into bow hunting. And they realize how fun bow hunting is and how much of a oh. challenge it is because you have to get them closer. And then it's like, oh, man, I want to go recurve hunting yeah because now my range is even less now it takes more skill more practice and i feel like correct me if i'm wrong in bow season aren't deer less skittish because rut hasn't hit oh yeah well no the rut the rut is happening towards the tail end of like our first archery season here in missouri but you're right they don't feel the pressure because during archery season there might only be a couple people that hunt a property or a square mile even over Sam a long period of time. Sam said that I need to goose time. hunt with him. <laughs> oh, is that Sam Medke? Yeah. I need to goose hunt with you. Um, I don't, I feel like I was burned whenever we first, um, was that duck hunting? Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's going to have to have to be a different story, but it was just cold. It was freezing cold. Freezing we the didn't first snow of the season. Anything. I had a hole in my boots. Dan forgot the sunflower heater or whoever, we forgot it. I picked... The draw, it was just, the draw number, it was... Well, you picked the draw number, but, oh yeah, you did pick really bad. I was bad. not lucky. <laughs> no, we were basically the last blind that we could have hunted, yeah. so it was the worst one. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think you would enjoy archery, the the practice of it and shooting. I do enjoy, like, cooking what you bring home, and yeah. so that, for me, is part of, like, my enjoyment, and, you know, I think... Once or twice a year will be, like, my hunting experience. Yeah. At least for now in this season of life. Yeah, I mean, I'm excited. The turkey season's coming up. Do you want to try after a turkey Ooh, again? Ooh, I do. So, we'll... I do want to try for turkey again. We've got a lot of turkey on the property right now. I just checked a camera here today, and there was one down did on ours? by the stand. Oh, nice. And then the last time I checked out in our other property, yeah. there was tons of turkeys okay so, correction three different things okay. <laughs> which both seasons still deer but turkey and deer so all right that's what yeah. we're going to try for this year yeah now we'll jump into questions so someone back here asked um or up to the top what's the longest we've shot so you'll have to help me um with my distance so the longest that you've shot is probably i don't remember what it was that day yeah. when we target practiced out at our old place, but I'm guessing it was 300 yards. That yeah, I'll have to look me. back at the video, um, which it's on your Instagram. But um, yeah, I want to say it was three. I just can't remember. It was probably so for me. That's the longest. Yeah. Um, because the range was only ever 100, right? Yeah. But for you, for me, I've shot out to a mile before. Um, it wasn't with the six five. Uh, I shot a mile with, it was a 338 Terminator. So if you know anything about the 338 Lapua, this is like an even more hopped up version of the Lapua. And so, yeah, I've shot a mile with that. Um, shot out to, I mean, everything from a mile down to 10 yards. So, um, I enjoy shooting long range. I, I shoot pretty consistently like every week or every other week I try to go out and shoot and I'll shoot anywhere from 100 to 450 yards so so I'll read off some questions and we'll just answer them okay okay yeah um someone was asked if if we are recording a podcast and we are we are recording a podcast um how many properties do we own zero (laughs) unfortunately I would love to if you're just handing out properties (laughs) toss one my way but Um, we Thankfully, we have access to a lot. We live on 20 acres, so yep. our owner lets us hunt. We rent we rent a barn dominium on 20 acres where the owner also lives. Yeah. And so we can hunt that property. And we also we have access to, to the 230 acres we used to rent on. 
and about another 150 around that area. And so those are the primary places that we hunt in Missouri for deer. But we also go up to Wisconsin where we've got access to quite a bit of land. Yeah. Um, And then Colorado, we have access to some. Colorado, we've got access to some, but it's almost all... Is that for duck? Waterfowl? Yeah, I mean, we've done duck and turkey turkey on it, but... We don't deer hunt on that. No. Any any big game hunting we do in Colorado is all public land. So, um, someone asked, "Oh, what has been your proudest best moment while hunting?" Yeah, I would say whenever I pulled the trigger, because that was like my first. That was like I did it. You felt accomplished. Yeah, I felt accomplished and excited. So. I mean, I can't, I don't have, so I don't have a lot to speak on. It's literally been like three hunts. Yeah. <laughs> Two of which I actually was hunting. One I just observed. Ah, four total. So. I think for my proudest moment hunting, it would, I mean, that was probably it, was being out there with you, watching you shoot it. I wish it was, like we talked about, more engaging immediately following. Yeah. But it was just trying to make sure that it was an ethical kill and all that. Yeah. Um, You had a lot more going through your mind. And I think that's why I, obviously I didn't want to go on my own because it was my first time, but why I did enjoy hunting with you and sitting with you was because you know more of the technical stuff and the regulations and stuff, and I wanted to make sure I was within those. So I do think I would probably sit with you again next year because... I want to, you know, do everything right. and. We need to get one of those nature blinds. Oh, yes. That would be sweet. <clears throat> um, someone has asked, do we hunt deer? Do I hunt deer? This season was my first time hunting. Got my white tail. But you've been hunting deer for how long? Yeah. Um, hold on, go up. I don't know. Thoughts on Kent Fast Steel? I have not shot Kent um, oh. yet, so I don't know. I didn't know. know if that was a person. I was like... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's a type of ammo for, oh, nice. for waterfowl hunting. Um, I have not shot Kent yet. Um, nothing against it. Is that it. like a brand, like Hornady? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so, nothing against it, I just haven't shot it, so I don't know. Um, wow, these things load like 100 at a time. <laughs> what they? are some types of outdoorsy things that you get your children involved in? Ooh, great question. Good question, Sam. Um, we get them involved in everything. So, we take them on hikes. Almost every day. Mm-hmm. We go walk through the woods here. Um, we've gone on trails other places. I They've both been camping <clears throat> since they were three weeks old. Or sorry, three months old. Yep, we've Not taken them camping. Um, we I take them out on hunts. I've taken Canyon on a dove hunt before. I took him out when he had this little, like, cork gun. And so he brought so that cute. out, and he was all decked out in camo. And then I had my 20-gauge. And so we went dove hunting together. We go squirrel hunting here. Um, they like to bring their Nerf guns and a little BB gun. Yeah, they went then, out one day and they came back. They're like, oh, man, we didn't see any. We didn't get any. Uh, but it was fun just seeing them excited about it. And it's so funny because Ember will be like, Daddy, you shoot deer? He shot turkey? Like, she gets so excited. Oh, so she, I feel like she's going to I feel like it. she's going to be even more passionate about it than Canyon. Canyon. Yeah. But, like, yeah, when we see animals here, they're like, Dad, you got it. Sissy, she she doesn't say her T's, they're shock. K's. You shock a deer? Daddy, you gotta shock that deer. Every <laughs> time. Does. You gotta shock, the, or you shook that deer? <laughs> yeah. So, that's, uh, but yeah, just, anything and everything. We, we take them floating, we take yeah. them fishing. And just we get getting the them used to that, like, this is our life. And, you know, when we, when he goes hunting, like, that helps feed us, feed our family. And, oh, we're eating you know, venison tonight, and that's the deer that mommy shot. And, you know, we're eating eggs, and that's well, the eggs we get from year, our chicken. Well, even this year, when I shot the two does that one morning with my bow. Oh, yeah, they came bow, out. Uh-huh. They came, like, the does came out. I shot them with my bow. I came back to the house and got Sam and the kids because I literally was just down off of it, probably, what, 400 yards from our house? Maybe. Back in the woods. And so we went down there, and uh, the kids got to see him, and they touched him and pet him and just, like, got to kind of figure out pet them. what they did <laughs> they did I mean, yeah they were petting they the wanted to feel and I'm like, them Don't touch and the they blood. they understood what happened they know what happens yeah. and we have pigs and chickens here so they understand they're you used, know the death side used, of it yeah i was gonna say they're used to kind of the you said life, youth like, 
used to. I know you said youth like me. Oh, I think I'm rubbing off youth. on you with my. Uh, well, someone voice. said we had good radio voices for podcasts. Oh, thank so you. Apparently, I, we're okay. Yeah, no, I don't hear. I've got a good voice for anything most of the time. You do. Listening back to it, I always feel like people are watching my mouth because <laughs> I'm like youth to do this. <laughs> you do kind of talk out of the side of your mouth. <laughs> I do. Well, now I'm going to be even more don't self-conscious, be self-conscious about it. That's but right. thank you. So yeah, I mean, yeah. that's what we get them involved in. And I want I want them to be part of everything. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a certain limit that I'll do uh, on property that we share with other people to hunt. I don't take them out hunting very often. Um, well, they're <clears> still so young. I mean, yeah. Ember just turned three, Canyon's four. He doesn't have the patience yet to sit. It's no. more like, hey, let's go see what daddy shot or let's go, quote unquote, squirrel hunting. Yeah, but we... I, I practice shooting with them. Like Canyon, he's only four, but he shot a twenty-two and a BB gun. And I've got a little like scope adapter for my phone, so I can actually put it up, and then I can help him understand the crosshairs and how that goes on it. And so, yeah, that's that's kind of what we've been doing. Let's see. Sam's question: Have you ever thought of combining both your hobbies and creating building mobile hunting vehicles? <laughs> we'll get back to that one later. <laughs> That'll be Jameson. for the future. I'm glad my dad got me into hunting early. Your kids will thank you one day. Yeah, yeah I that's mean, our, that's our hope. We've I I learned it from my parents. Both my parents were huge into hunting, and I mean it was mostly whitetail hunting, but kind of threw in other things here and there. And they got me into it. I've got three older sisters and a younger brother. All of us have hunted at some point. Some of the some of my sisters don't do it as much now. Um, I think it's more for time's sake than it is because they don't want to anymore. But I think everybody's interested. But on, like, a parenting side, you, the more you get your kids involved in what you're doing, like, I've noticed it with cooking and cleaning. I know that sounds real, like, sexist, <laughs> like, as me, like, cooking and cleaning. But How dare you I, say what you're passionate <laughs> about and it's a stereotype. <laughs> but, like, with cooking the kids want to be involved in what I'm making and I realize they will eat more of the foods that I make because they're a part of doing it. And so I feel like the more we get them involved in hunting, they'll be more like okay with it and yeah. accepting of it and like be interested in it. And so, well, and, and we've always wanted to get to a point where we're totally self-sufficient, where we're raising our own food, growing our own food or yeah. hunting our own food. And so, yeah. Okay. Let's do last question. Sound good? That work? Sure. Well, there's a comment. <laughs> oh, no. That's right. right I love there. your podcast. Oh, thanks. They're great and very nice to listen to. Aw, thanks. That's awesome. Is that... Hold on. I, I need to understand this really quick. Donovator? They're very nice to listen to. Now... Like soothing? Informational? I, I hope that's what you mean because when... when One of my... Like when your sister's like, oh, hey... Or when... Sorry. When a girl says like... Hey, I've got a friend that you should totally date. And you're like, oh, tell me about him. Well, they're so nice. They're oh, so sweet. Is nice that like usually the cop means out that term? they're not, like, good to look at. So oh, my gosh. I hope you I'm mean nice. I'm pretty sure they mean that they're an easy listen. Like I know. They're not, I just like, heard nice to listen to, and that is what I thought of for some reason. Dan. Okay, question. How often do you go hunting? <laughs> a lot. Um, I try he to get does, out. does, yeah. Yeah, I try to get out. Every week, I like to just get out and check trail cameras or go scout or just be outdoors. That is refreshing for me. It is my form of recreation. And so, I mean, we're outside every day anyway, but to actually just get out and watch animals, I love to record like with my with my camera. Um, and so, yeah, I think I get out as often as possible. She's only been a few times, but... You know, as the summer hits, we'll be outside yeah. more and maybe. And as my like try interest in it grows, and as the kids get older, there's just a little bit more to it for me. But yeah, I like when you go hunting. I know it's your time. Get a little breather and come back refreshed. And and I've got a podcast to get content right? for. So oh, I mean, darn, you have now, to hunt more. Now I have to do it. I've made four dollars on this podcast <laughs> so far, and so I really yeah. Come on, babe. Step We're it gonna up. go hungry. If I don't hunt, one, because we won't have food, and <laughs> two, because true. we won't have money. <laughs> that's true. Oh my gosh, that's funny. All right, someone said, go Packers. Go Pack Go. Yeah, go Pack Go. Come on. That was one of the first phrases my kids learned. Go Pack Go. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Um, 
All right. Are you cutting this off or what? I don't... I was going to ask one more question. Oh, yeah. Let's just keep going. Okay. The kids are going to wake up soon, and then we'll be cut off anyway, so... Exactly. That was my Unless you're trying to hang out a little bit. Stop. Because we can cut this short right now. <laughs> really? <clears throat> what types of trail cameras do you use? Do you prefer hunting whitetail over CRP? Yep. Crop? CRP. CRP. What's CRP? Woods. Crop fields. CRP is basically... I'm learning. I don't know. Now I'm going to feel like an idiot because <laughs> I know what CRP is, but I don't remember what CRP <laughs> Sam, for. help us out That's here. That's okay. Um, I prefer, man, it's so tough because I do love hunting. I don't hunt over CRP, really. We just don't have. So you know what it is. You just can't explain it. To yeah. Me. That's fine. So um, I, I grew up hunting in the woods, and so I love that. I love the idea of like something to just be in front of you out of nowhere like you don't see it coming and all of a sudden it's there that is the most exciting to me but I also love field hunting because even if they're not in front of you they could be or like you could see them and just watch them from 500 yards even if you don't have a shot opportunity you could watch them and still be excited Hi, well hey beautiful girl well I think that is our sign to wrap this up I, oh, sweet. They mean pleasing to listen to. Oh, there you go. So Conservation there, Reservoir okay, Program. Okay, sweet. I didn't know what the R stood for. I thought for some reason it had like an ag meaning to it, but it's just reserved. So anyways, CRP is like basically a growth um, program that the, the government or like conservation departments put on. So um, yeah, that's what we're at. Here's Ember. Ember, do you want to talk about hunting at all? Oh, Sissy, what is up there? What's on the wall? What did Daddy get? Do be those stinkers. Hey, Rook, oh. Sissy, do you want to go hunting one day? Oh. <laughs> she okay. just woke up. <laughs> she just woke up, so that's our sign to leave. Thank you guys for joining. I hope you guys enjoy this podcast and enjoyed joining us live. And that is going to wrap up the show for today. I want to say a big shout out to two different groups of people. First, those that were on TikTok and were asking questions, were interacting, were commenting. That's a big help to me when you guys do that. I mean, it makes it more fun. It makes it more enjoyable. Hopefully for the listeners as well. I mean, Sam and I really did like doing that. And so we hope to do more of that in the future. And the second group of people that I want to say thanks to are those that have been interacting with me on all my social media platforms with the podcast, leaving reviews, ratings, things like that. When you guys do that, it it helps me out tremendously. And the way it does, it helps put my podcast, put my name out there in front of more people that pops up more often on For You pages or things you may like. Um, And so please continue to do that. I think we have over 100 five-star reviews and ratings now on the podcast. And so please continue um, to help me out in that way. And if you guys want to connect further, uh, you can hop on my website, thenomadicoutdoorsman.com, and check a couple different tabs out. I've got, I've got like kind of questionnaires if you're interested in being on the podcast in the future, ways that we could partner um, if you've got your own podcast or business or things like that. And so go check those out, and uh, let's just wrap this one up. So always choose adventure. God bless, and we will see you later.